0: Now, let's get to this week's episode. The number one reason to get an associate is you want to start changing your procedure mix. You want to become a specialist within your practice, okay? And we're going to dive into that a little bit later. We've been misled to believe that dentistry, more specifically the dental business, has to be complicated. Dentistry can be simple and dentistry should be simple. Hey everybody, welcome back to this week's episode of Dentistry Made Simple. I'm your host, T-Bone, and I'm joined, of course, by Meredith Cooper-Jones. And uh, I can't share big news, but uh, it's okay. But uh, this week... You know, one of the most common questions I get is about, hey, am I ready for an associate? Why would I want an associate? Do I need an associate? And, you know, this week we're going to talk a little bit about why, you know, three reasons I think we should be looking at an associate, three different reasons. Uh, we're going to talk about where to find a good associate, and we're going to talk about the process that I've learned of vetting a good associate. But before we begin, let me turn over to Meredith, and she's going to give you a little, bit, little spiel about uh, some reviews of our podcast and a little bit about 3D Dentists.
1: Hi, everyone. I have a review from the Dentistry Made Simple podcast. So if you have not left us a review, please head over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcast, And please leave us a five-star review. This one says, T-Bone Gives You Wings. I mean, it's like Red Bull, but it's like T-Bone gives you wings. Every time you think there is no way you can incorporate something into your practice or you have the time, this podcast lays it all out and gives you such confidence just to do so. Best motivator ever. Great job. I needed to hear that. I know. Well, if you are looking, before we get into today's episode and, you know, people going on about you being the best motivator... (laughs) Uh, I just need to add that T-Bone does do coaching through our Mastermind program. Um, It is with T-Bone and Sully. It's a six-month coaching program where not only do T-Bone and Sully hold you accountable, but the group of 12 doctors that you're with are, you know, wanting to grow their practices in ways that may be different from how the people down the street want to grow their practice. And together, they hold you accountable to do the things that you thought dentistry would be and how your practice and the way you want to. Gain clarity on how you want to run your practice. Sounds
0: great. Yeah. Well,
1: let's get into today's episode. Yeah. That's why they're really here. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk about a lot of times people ask, when am I ready for an associate? How do I know I'm ready? Mm-hmm. Uh, like signs to kind of look for. And then once they, they figure it out, they kind of ask, what do I do yeah. to make sure I have the right associate? So today we're kind of going to talk about that. So we'll start with three reasons yeah. why someone would want to get an associate. So, what are those three reasons? And then we'll kind of dig deeper. Okay, into
0: perfect. Those. Uh, thank you, Meredith.
1: Uh, you know, there's many
0: reasons to get an associate. Okay, there's lots of different reasons, and what I'm going to do is give them to you from my perspective. Okay, uh, and, and to me, the number one reason to get an associate is you want to start changing your procedure mix. You want to become a specialist within your practice. Okay, and we're going to dive into that a little bit later. Number two is you're that person that wants to buy time. Maybe, you know, your pet practice is super busy and you're working five days a week and you want to be a better mom or you want to be a more engaged dad or you just want to have more free time for hobbies and you just want to buy time. So the second reason to get an associate is to buy time. The third reason to buy an associate, or to sorry, <laughs> the third reason to add an associate to your practice would be you're literally looking to add capacity and grow your practice you maybe have an eight operatory office building but you're only using four operatories and you've kind of maxed that out And now you know you're busy yourself and you just literally want to recreate another version of your what you've done and double it into your practice uh, so we'll kind of talk about that so the three reasons are we want to change your procedure mix that you're doing you want to buy time off or you know time away and then or number three is you want to add capacity and actually physically grow bigger
1: okay well let's start with procedural shift
0: yeah so um let's let me define procedural shift yeah. first okay um, and, and so if you've heard the podcast or you've been listening to me or heard me speak you talk you hear me talk a lot about the, the evolution of my practice. Okay. And 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 a challenge I see over and over and over again that I experience myself is, hey, we'll go get all this phenomenal training on how to do fancy dentistry. And we simply don't have the bandwidth or the time to put into place because we're too busy. And we've allowed busyness to substitute good business. And so to me, the procedural shift is, you know what? Hey, I want to continue to work four days a week. I still want to be in the dentistry. I'm young, all those things. I don't necessarily need more time off, but I want to create space in my schedule to do more implant cases or to add sleep apnea or to add more orthodontic cases, whether it's clear liners or brackets or whatever new procedure or whatever procedure that you're already doing that you want to dive in deeper with. And, And so an associate... What, they, what that allows you to do there is it allows you to buy space on your schedule. Somebody has to take care of the filling, Somebody has to take care of the root canal. Somebody has to do the crowns and the simple extraction. Somebody has to do the dentistry that got us there because, you know, I'm not a big believer in allowing us to get rid of like the general dentistry. We got to build a great general dentistry base because that's what keeps us through the tough times. And that's what is a good base of referrals and, you know, good word in the community and, and and all of that. It's recession proof in a sense, right? So to me, we don't want to get rid of that, but we want to start buying ourselves space on a schedule uh, to be able to add these new procedures.
1: Yeah. So I would say that changing the procedural mix would be for dentists who are looking to grow themselves, looking Mm -hmm. to either, um, grow clinically or to be able to grow um, with their, have room to do consults Mm -hmm. to get more of the cases that they want. Yeah.
0: So, and and the consults a great example. You know, I was talking to, um, I was talking to one of our masterminders on our coaching call yesterday Mm -hmm. and, and they said that uh, I said, why why are you planning visits down? He goes, well, we don't have a place to put them in the schedule. I go, Mm -hmm. well, that's why production is going to suffer a month or two from now because you know, we, we have to create that time. And I said, what are you busy doing? Yeah. You know, he goes, "Well, I mean, somebody's got to do the fillings or somebody's got to do this." I go, "I totally get it." But what what I hear, the example I used to them was what I hear you saying is, "Hey, I've got a line of patients that want to spend $10,000 with me, but I'm going to take care of the patients that want to buy a iced coffee for me." Right. You know, and, and, and when I say it like that to them, they all snicker and say, well, that's dumb, you know, and, yeah. and that's the whole point of what we talk about is is there there is it's not a the wrong way of doing it. It's mm-hmm. just there's a different, simpler way of doing things. So uh, other thing with procedure makes, for example, I'll give you an example of, of what I'm trying to go through right now. The tr- The next evolution and transition that I'm trying to do, I'm trying to become a hybrid only or full arch only dentist where I literally only do full arch implant cases. So for me we needed to add uh more dental capacity or a dentist in my case so that somebody could take over the single implants for me so I no longer want to do single implants so that way I could uh you know change my procedure mix from doing cosmetic cases every implant that walks in extraction grafts or to get to the point where I in, in my and my current full arch cases and get to a point where I can only do full arch cases but yet got it we got to service these patients I mean that's what brought me here so I don't want to just let those patients go away right. and, and so in our situation we up trained uh, my associate Dr. Hetrick and then we brought in a new associate Dr. Shake uh, so that he can take over what she's going to have to give away or give up uh, to be able to start taking on some of the caseload that I'm transferring to her so that's changing the procedure mix yeah
1: all right well let's talk about buying time
0: yeah yeah so buying time you know this one is a uh, you know, I went through this one as yeah. well, you know, where um, uh, buying people time. People
1: are scared to do this one a little bit more. They are. Until they do it and then they say, I wish I would have done yeah. this so much sooner. You know, buying
0: time is a couple of things. Uh, I'll give you a couple of different scenarios because everybody's unique and everybody has a different situation. and
1: The seasons of life.
0: Yeah, seasons of life. So for me, you know, I, I I was moving into a season of life where I wanted to drop my kids and pick my kids up from school. And so to drop them at school at 8 o'clock, that means I could start – you know, at nine, because I like to get there 15, 20 minutes early, do a debrief, get ready for the day so I could start at nine. And then I have to pick them up at 3.15, which means I kind of got to be out of the office by three. So we we were moving to a transitioning our schedule to where I wanted to work nine to three, but we had way more patience, you know, than we could deal with. Okay. And so I didn't necessarily need to make more money or I was willing and able to make less money. Uh, so we were able to hire an associate to buy myself time. That's actually why I, I hired my first associate ever. I hired my first associate for two days a week because, you know, if we go back to like 2011, 2012, after we had come through the 2008, 2009 uh, market crash and, and, and great recession, you know, it was about 2011 or so that, you know, I kind of, fi- I finally felt confident that things were going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I started looking at, hey, you know what, you know, I'm working four days a week. I'm speaking, thir- you know, 25 to 30 weekends a year. I'm working till Thursday at three o'clock, four o'clock, and I'm running to the airport and I'm flying somewhere, getting there Thursday at 10, 11 o'clock at night, and then doing my speaking or training on Friday, and then either flying back Friday night or Friday overnight or Saturday. And, and it was really, it was really starting to take a toll on me physically and mentally. Mm-hmm. And, and so for me, I needed somebody to, to add to the practice, so I could buy time. Literally, right. I wanted to go to three days a week, so I could have Thursday as a you know catch-up day, travel day, whatever it was. It wasn't even at that point. It wasn't about the children at that point. Yeah. You know, at that point, my kids were uh, my oldest was four. I had a yeah. four-year-old, two-year-old, and a, essentially a newborn. Yeah. Uh, so it really wasn't about the kids at that point. I just wanted to have more you know time to focus on uh, this other career I was building. And so we brought in an associate for two days a week. And, and that kind of started the ball rolling. For me, that was like, uh, I always talk about the the gateway drug. You know, that was <laughs> the gateway drug is a two-day-a-week associate. And I was noticing that, wow, I can get from two days to three days to four days. And that will free me up to kind of go into what I talked about earlier, procedural mix. And that's really when, for me, the ball started rolling. Right. And And so, you know, luckily, I was in a position where economically, I didn't need to Make more money. I was comfortable making a little bit less. And, you know, the fear that you talk about is we're worried that we're going to make less. But the truth was, is I only made less for like four or five, six months. And then after that, I was producing as much as I was producing more in three days. And then the
1: office was producing more. Yeah.
0: And then the office went, you know, when I went from four days a week to five days a week. Because right. the first associate we brought in was two days a week, Thursday and Friday. Right. And, and I, I was
1: going to say that too. A lot yeah. of people are closed Fridays. So yeah. that's adding a day to the office. And,
0: you know, that's also about addressing the market. You know, right. we're in a market now where patients, you know, when I started dentistry in 1999, uh, nobody was open on Fridays. Right. You know, and now so many people no, are open so on Fridays. Knows. Yeah, because that's what the customers expect. That's what our patients expect. That's what the market is demanding for us, at least in, you know, metro areas or even, you know, medium-sized cities like Raleigh, Durham, Indianapolis, places like that where there's heavy competition, you know.
1: And a lot of people have added on Fridays or Thursdays as their day for like surgical days. And so that's kind of been, become an add-on that they may not have started with. Right.
0: And, and so that's where you become your own associate right. Yeah, <laughs> in a exactly. Sense.
1: So, yeah. Well, we are talking about the three reasons to get mm. an associate. So we've done one is the changing the procedural mix. Two would be buying yourself time. Mm. So let's talk about our third reason to get an associate.
0: Yeah. So this one, I, I don't love this one. You know, yeah. it's adding capacity. Uh, Some people
1: need this, though. They do. Their practice, they need another doctor. Their practice is people are waiting months and months. Yeah.
0: I disagree with that, yeah. and that's okay. You yeah. know, uh, and, and I don't disagree with it like you're wrong. I just disagree with it that I don't think it's. I just don't think they're thinking they're the right way. Right. Yeah, I don't that's think they're scheduling right. The you know, and, and I can
1: agree with that. You
0: know, and and, and really, you know, I was talking to one another masterminder this morning, yeah. and and you uh, know, I, I I said to him, he was talking to me about X, Y, Z, and I said, listen, I get what you're saying, and it's absolutely true. But what you're missing is you don't know what problem you're trying to solve. You know, what is the problem you're trying to solve? And, and and to me, adding capacity is not the problem most of us are trying to solve. Right. You know, we're trying to either make more money. Yeah. Okay. And you don't have to add capacity to make more money. Mm-hmm. We're trying to be less busy and you don't need to add another dentist. Because I, my argument, my issue with the concept of adding capacity, going from four operatories to eight operatories and two doctors uh, is, is that you're just creating more chaos. You know, that's that's been my experience yeah. in seeing people as we create more chaos because now you're just trying to recreate your own practice. So you've created that traditional model of two hygienists, one dentist, and you're literally just doing a startup, you know, in your I practice of another two hygienists and another dentist. And it just creates this, to me, this is the most stressful way to add an associate because you're, you're. for me, it would be the most stressful way. Yeah. You know, it just, you're literally.
1: There's not a clear path. You know, if, if you
0: really think about it it's what do we complain about in dentistry and our practices it's people right yeah. and patients right it's team members Being and patients yeah. you know th- th- that's essentially it's the it's the yeah. people that are the problem right yeah. whether it's team members or, or patients yeah and when we when we literally add an associate to double our yeah. volume not necessarily our revenue our volume all you're doing is adding double yeah. <laughs> the problems, the people and the, and the patient, the yeah. patients and the, and the team members, because to add another dentist, two hygienists, all us couple of assistants and another front desk person, you're literally doubling your team, you know? And I, I don't think people oftentimes think through this part of it. I with remember plan. one
1: day when you were super frustrated, when I started in the office, there was, I was the sixth team member mm-hmm. uh, and I was probably like a half a team member. I was only really working part time. And when I left working in the office, there was 12 team members and one day during a monthly meeting, you were super frustrated and you said, I don't make any more money now than I did when there was only four of you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I said it to everybody, yeah, didn't
1: I? Yeah. You said, but I know that we're, you know, providing for six more families. I love having you each year. But I think that was the thing is sometimes you have to step back and be like, I thought this would be so much more growth, and really, we're just busier, more people, more patients, and running around. Yeah. And because that was when we had, we were trying to get a third associate, and we did that a couple times. I think without a clear path. Yeah, without clarity of what we're trying to do. Associate never really worked well until this last time, where you yeah. had a path of people moving up and yeah. somebody coming in.
0: Yeah, you know. I- Funny story, another mastermind, <laughs> one of our ongoing masterminders, I was talking to him and he's like, you know, our practice has grown, I've had de- dentists, and yes, I'm making more money, but it's not worth the headache.
1: Right. You know? Yeah, and And, that and he's like, it
0: didn't change my life. I'm still right. a pretty simple, simple guy yeah. and, you know, all these things. Yeah, I got a little bit more money and maybe yeah. I'll retire a few years earlier. But not
1: any money. But that's, it's, not it's, the it's, amount of money that's going to change your life. Yeah, it's
0: not like life-changing money, <laughs> yeah. you know? And, and, and again, we're blessed in a profession where
1: we make a lot of money. You and know, it's easy to be successful. And
0: relatively easy to be successful.
1: <laughs> it's hard to not be successful. <laughs> it's
0: it's it's difficult to be unsuccessful. Yes, <laughs> Let's not say it's easy to be successful. It's difficult to be unsuccessful.
1: Okay, well, we've talked about three reasons to get an associate. So let's talk about where to find an associate. I think that's a lot of people's next question once they realize that they need one.
0: Now, before we get into that, let's uh, kind of uh, have us talk a little bit about uh, our mastermind. Okay. And the reason I think this is a great place to bring this up is... I think the concept of bringing in an associate am I ready for an associate really requires good strategic planning and it's not about planning for the associates it's really not yeah it's about developing a great foundation in your practice understanding what you want your practice to be you know where you want it to go who you want to emulate and putting yourself around people who have, done it people have done it faster people who are going through it and just being around like-minded individuals and and that's really what the 3d mastermind is it's we allow 12 dentists in we do it twice a year it starts every january and every july and uh so you know we have the 3d mastermind you work with myself and dr sully sullivan and and you obviously work with the other dentists you work with meredith and some other team members we have and and we really just kind of you know We're not a consultant. That's not what we do. You know, we're not in that business, okay? We're in the business of growing dentists. And and really, you know, I always talk about leadership. you got to learn to lead yourself. And really, the mastermind is learning to lead yourself so that you can learn to lead your team who can then learn to lead the patients. And, And I can't tell you enough about how proud I am of how the mastermind has evolved, the results that we're starting to see. And... They all say the same thing. It's like, man, this is nothing earth shattering or mind breaking. It's just so simple and so logical. And it really is you know, something that we can implement in our practice. And we're not trying to change your practice. We're trying to slowly evolve your practice. So, you know, if you want to learn more, reach out to Meredith, uh, reach out to 3d-dentist.com and and, and apply to be a masterminder and let's see uh, if what you are. And then, so we're full for 2022. We're starting a new group uh, last week. And then, um, uh, so now we're starting to take applications for January and July of 2023. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey there, podcast family. T-Bone here to talk about the 3D Dentist Digital Implant Continuum. Are you ready to start placing dental implants but feeling a bit hesitant and or overwhelmed? I know that feeling. I've been there. Let's change that together. Imagine not just learning about dental implants in a classroom, but actually performing surgeries on real patients right here in North Carolina, guided every step of the way by our expert 3D mentors. This is dental implant learning at its best, using techniques that are safe, predictable, and confidence-boosting. They're exactly what I use in my own practice, so you know they work. Our course goes beyond clinical skills. We prepare you to successfully integrate high-demand implant services into your practice, transforming your career by attracting new patients and elevating your practice. And it doesn't end with the course. Completing our program is just the beginning of a new journey. You'll be a part of a community of confident, skilled dentists with ongoing support to ensure lasting success and growth. After all, this is about mastering a skill that can transform your career, just like it did for me. So, are you ready to take your practice to the next level? Visit www.3d-dentist.com, check out our upcoming sessions, and join us to revolutionize your practice. 3D Dentist is truly committed to helping dentists take control of their practice, finances, and future. Now, let's get back to this week's episode.
1: All right, sounds good. Well, let's get back into our episode of. Where to find associates? Yeah, people's next question.
0: Yeah, so now we've decided, kind of, we've kind of got a little bit of clarity of what, why I want an associate. The next step is where do I find an associate? Yeah, this should be quick conversations to me. You know, one is to me is I, I lean heavily on my reps. You know, for me it's my supply rep, it's my implant rep, it's some of my manufacturing reps because. They have an understanding of the culture I am, you know, what what I want, what I expect. And, you know, oftentimes reps get to know other people. They get to know other associates. Mm-hmm. They know before the owner dentist knows that the associate's looking or that the associate's not happy with this or the associate took this job because something else wasn't available, but they're really looking for this. So they, they kind of got their a good rep has their kind of ear on the ground of what's going on. So I'm a big believer of reps.
1: Yeah, I I agree with that. I think a a smart associate also, Mm -hmm. before they move to an area, they reach out to that rep in that area to see if they've heard of any doctors Mm -hmm. looking. So I think it can go both ways of hearing about doctors looking and hearing about associates. Yeah,
0: absolutely. If you're an associate looking for a better position, I think it's good to understand this episode. Like, ask the question, why are you bringing an associate into your practice? Is it one of these three things? So that you know which one you're in for.
1: And then when you talk to the associates to see what they want, you know, you're able to ask them what they want and see where Kind oh, of like placing them. You'd see where they'd like be a good matching, fit. right? Yeah. Yeah, it's
0: like match.com.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of match.com, we have online. Yes, sorry, next, we have online. Next place to find them. It's like yeah. a dating app.
0: Uh, so online would be like Indeed, ZipRecruiter, all of those places. I don't have a lot of experience personally with all of that. Um, I've always really relied on reps. And social media, which we'll talk about here in a moment. Uh, but there's always those sites. Indeed, like for me, there's North Carolina Dental Society. You know, maybe there's a local county society. You know, generally there's those traditional online areas yeah. to job uh, classifieds, basically.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then... Of course, word of mouth.
0: Yeah, word of mouth, social media. You know, word of mouth, Dr. Shake came to me because he was referred to me by, uh, my oral surgeon. Uh, Dr. Shake was an intern at my surgeon's practice. Uh, my surgeon had good, good feelings about him. Uh, and, and then he put us together and said, Hey, maybe this is somebody you should interview. So there's always word of mouth to me, like word of mouth kind of fits in with reps, right? Yeah. And, and to me, word of mouth is, probably the best way to rely on getting associates. And especially if you think about this early enough. Yeah. You know, that to me is even better. Like, I think we should start looking for an associate before you really need one. Right. Like, if you're saying, man, I need an associate now, it's, I'm not saying it's too late, but (laughs) you're starting late. And so, uh, you know, I would say that, you should start looking before you're ready because that way you don't feel the pressure to find right. somebody. And another area that's been very helpful is social media. Uh, you know, putting your practice out there, social media about the type of dentistry that you're doing, the quality of work, because that attracts uh, especially with young dentists, they wanna they if somebody's doing great work and they see that, that attracts people that want to learn from that person, that wanna be mentored or and they're willing wanna, to move. That uh, be willing to move. And then, you know, word of mouth, let them see let, let people see the culture of your practice. You know, more and more I'm starting to see practices do videos where they're introducing their team members mm-hmm. and they're talking about the office or have team members talk about the office. Or another great one would be patients talking about the office yeah you know like imagine having a, you know imagine being an associate and you're picking between two relatively equal offices and one is the traditional hey let's talk to the doctor and the other one is i have a video of patients saying i've been a pra- i've been at this practice for 20 years and it's awesome and you know the practice is growing. those
1: people are paying you and still <laughs> saying that yeah,
0: so you know but so that kind of stuff and, and listen i bet you we could get patients from our office to talk about you know, oh, hey, yeah. come join our practice, you know, of course. you know, and, and so we don't rely on those things. Remember, people buy from people. Uh, so at the end of the day, when you're looking for associate, you're really kind of selling yourself and, and you have to do some of those new and uncomfortable things uh, that start allowing you to sell yourself.
1: Yeah, well, before we get into our next part of um, reasons to get an associate and where to find them, next we're going to talk about vetting them yeah. and you know that clear success path. But let's talk a little bit about implants, mm-hmm. um, especially for the ones who are looking to create that procedural mix and shift. Um, where how we provide live patient yeah. implant training.
0: So here's one of the things. Look, a lot of people don't know because I haven't done a great job on the podcast of talking about what we do at 3D Dentists. At 3D Dentists, we provide dental education that changes your life, okay? Bottom line, that's really what it does. And we have the most unique environment in dental education where we have our retreat. It's unbelievable. And honestly, I'll say that we have the best culture or one of the best – I don't want to say the best. One of the best cultures out there because we all care. We're all practicing dentists. We're all general dentists. Uh, living, living out the same things that we're talking about. And one of the areas that we see people that they want to learn is they want to add dental implants to their practice. And there is nothing better than Actual clinical training of doing live patient treatment, and there are a few places to do it. Uh, our good friends at Implant Pathway do it out on the West Coast and Raleigh, North Carolina. Uh, here at Three D Dentists, and we take a absolute digital approach uh, to doing it. So if you're hey saying hey, you know what, I'm ready to take that next step clinically. I want to add dental implants. I want to learn about the digital workflow. I want to actually work on patients where they're provided for me for several days. Look, our tooth replacement therapy, digital implant, continuing live patient program is perfect. The second type of implant training that we have are for those dentists that have, hey, you know, I've been doing the onesie z implants, and now I'm ready to take it to the next step. And whether you want more advanced grafting, whether you want sinus grafting, or whether you're ready to move into full arch cases or more advanced types of grafting cases. Uh, we have live patient programs built around that as well, to where you can come in for a whole week, you can learn how to do overdentures, full arch, all on X types cases, and then actually have patients where you do the surgery so you leave with confidence. Uh, so if you're interested in live patient implant treatment, uh, reach out to Meredith or go to 3d-dentist.com, and we'd love to see you here at one of our digital implant continuum programs. I was all pretty right. good at that, huh?
1: Yeah. Well, let's – should be. <laughs> let's talk about vetting an associate. Like people will find someone they think is great and then it just all goes downhill so fast. So where yeah. do you think that they can um, make it clear on what they want yeah. and give that success? For?
0: Yeah. So let's talk about vetting. Yeah. Uh, I have great experience in this. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: I think uh, I have uh, – I've known all but maybe two of yours. I think
0: one day you should write them all down. Yeah. And <laughs> just see how many they've yeah. been. <laughs> And and you know I joke about this a lot, but uh, it's it's you know wisdom comes from time and experience, and I have learned a lot of wisdom about what makes a good associate for me. I didn't say what makes a good associate. Yeah, I said what makes a good associate for me. And to me, that's the first thing that you got to do. You got to write down very clearly what you want. That's why I led this episode to talk about the three different reasons I think you should put an associate in. Because depending on what you're trying to do, Depends on the type of associate you need. Right. Now, for example, if you're looking to increase capacity and double your practice, you're going to need an associate that's probably been out a little bit, that can work multiple columns, that can do two hygiene checks and run their own column, you know, all of those things. Okay. If you're looking for an associate that can, that wants to buy time, then you have to start looking. Do they have the procedure skills that I do? Can they take over some of the dentistry I'm already doing? You know, if you're looking for an associate that where you want to try to make a procedural shift, you know, then I'd be looking for somebody who's not looking to do some of the same things I'm doing, yeah. which is one of the mistakes I've made in the past is, is that we ended up competing with each other mm-hmm. uh, in a sense. And, and, you know, I was going to win as the owner right. of the
1: practice. Yeah, But then they're not happy.
0: But then they're not happy. Yeah. Right. Uh, so that's why I think you got to be very clear about why you're bringing an associate and what a good associate looks like. And and to me, it can't be I'm a good producer. Right. You know, that that's not clear. You know, that's, that's a, my pipe dream in a sense. I mean that's a, some made up nonsense, right? So
1: first you have to be clear with yourself. Yeah, you got to be clear with sure yourself. Make sure you're clear and communicate that clarity with them.
0: Yeah. And then, you know, and, and this is tough sometimes is is communicating that clarity mm-hmm. to the associate yeah. and not trying to, because we're so worried about trying to sell them to come to us. Right. And I would argue that start unselling them, you know, uh, start, you can switch it to me. Start, sorry, start unselling them a little bit, and not in an arrogant way. But you know, I, I making very making
1: sure they're the right fit. Yeah, I openly
0: tell people my words. You know, say, hey, here's here's some of the challenges in our practice. If you're not prepared to deal with this, or you, you know, this is not this is the same reason you're leaving the other place. Don't come here. You know, right. Uh, so, so I think that's about getting clear for yourself, and then having a clear, a clear, just being clear with the person you're interviewing that this is what that's what you're trying to do. Yeah. Uh, then you kind of go through the process of the interview, you know, and that's l- like Pretty dating. Yeah. That's like dating, like yeah. the apps. You got to swipe like up, swipe left. You yeah. know? And like members. And, you know, I would argue harder. Yeah. You know, because it's 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 more painful to switch in and out of a dentist in right. your practice than it is to switch in and out of an assistant or a yeah. front office team or hygienist. You know, a little bit more yeah. painful to do you need that.
1: People that have the license. <laughs> yeah.
0: So uh, so with dentists, it's it, you know, so I think you got to go through the interview process, and it's literally no different than dating. Okay, that's how I look yeah, at it. You personality fit. Personality right. fit. They got to be at the right stage of their life. Yeah. They got to have you know. You know, I don't ask people where they want to be 10 years from now because yeah. I don't expect anybody to be with me that long, really. You know, I don't go into it expecting that. You know, I kind of ask where do you want to be a couple of years from now or three years from now because that's kind of my hopeful timeline of how long we can keep somebody uh, depending on what we're bringing yeah. them in for.
1: You did hire someone pregnant. Last
0: I did. I did, I did. I did. I Look, again, you yeah. know, number one, you're not illegal, legally not allowed to deny them.
1: No. And number
0: two... Uh, uh, it was it was a great cultural fit. Right. And, and so, you know, if I had to wait an extra three months. I think
1: a lot of people, especially men, though, would have a hard time with that. Knowing yeah. that they were going to be out on maternity leave.
0: Yeah. Or or the bigger bigger part is not that they're going to be out on maternity leave. Are they going to come back? Right. And yeah. are they going to come back at full force? And, yeah. And I had those fears. You yeah. know, and, 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 you know, but unfor- you, take, you take a risk. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. kind of that. Uh, the other thing, one of the other things I think in the interview process uh, that not enough people do is they don't ask to see their work. And so I ask everybody I interview, can you send me some of your work? And if they can't send me some of the work, I I generally speaking say they're not the right fit for me. If they have a good reason why they can't send you some of the work, like they work me like a dog and I don't have this, this, we don't have x-rays or cameras in our practice. I might yeah. be like, okay, but how do you stay? I mean, my, my thing would be like, why do you stay there? But, um, as to see work and, and x-rays are a non-negotiable. You should have before and after x-rays of, of root canals, of extraction grafts, whatever procedure, what, literally whatever procedure you're doing, you should have a showcase book. You know, like if you're going to hire a wedding photographer, don't you expect to see some examples of their work? Yeah. So if I'm gonna hire a dentist, throughout? I wanna I wanna see their real, right? right. I wanna see kind of what they're doing.
1: It also shows that how they wanna brand themselves. Yeah. And that's important for your practice because uh, it may be important for your practice. You know, yeah. yeah, if that's what you're look if you're looking to add procedures mm-hmm. or even just get their name out there so that the community trusts them. Yeah.
0: If you so, want to maintain your reputation, yeah, really is what it boils down to, right. you know. If you care about that,
1: yeah. some people don't, right. and that's
0: okay. You know, it's yeah. a money game for them, and that, that's totally fine. Some yeah. days I wish it was that for me, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Uh, so ask to see documented work, and then the next step is the actual interview. A I like working to, interview. Yeah, I like to I like to even bring them in to meet them to have them meet some of the team members, or key team members, you know, kind of do that kind of thing, and then then we progress to a working interview where we'll have them come in for half a day with just a couple of patients. We'll do a basic restorative case and a you know a, a single crown or depending on the skill set maybe an extraction graft that kind of thing and, and that way my my lead assistant can work with them our team can work with them and I was we kind of see
1: I think that's more than just clinical too because yeah. working alongside someone's different mm-hmm. than just talking to somebody yeah. so I think that's a good way to see yeah, if they you know. fit the culture because you know if your team does not like them they will all run to you <laughs> yeah, like you a know. herd I've had I've had a, you know. I've had
0: a great associate who is a clinically Excellent. Yeah. But couldn't get along with team members. Right. You know, and, and, and he didn't fit the, 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 he fit the clinical culture of the practice. He didn't fit the personality of the practice. And, and, and that was a recipe for not working. Right. So, yeah. And then the last thing, and I think another thing that's kind of forgotten is you got to outline your success path. You know, what is your three month strategy, your six month strategy, your one year strategy? Where would you like them to, where would you like to see them focus on? And where would you like them to be at the end of three months, at the end of six months, at the end of 12 months? What would success look like to you? That's clinically, that's uh, that's your personality, what I, you know, personality or your communication skills. And that's also economically, you know, and, and I think as an associate, all of these things should also apply. You know, you should ask about a success path. What's my, what's my goal? What would be successful for you in the first 90 days if I came and joined your practice? First six months, the first year, what would success look like? And, and that way you can decide, you know, hey, they may say, you know what? It's all about production. And you may say, you know what? That's not for me. Oh, they may say, "Hey, listen, uh, it's it's not about production. You might say, well, I got bills to pay. I mean, I need to. Yeah. I need to, we I need just to like make, to
1: come to work for fun. <laughs> yeah, you
0: know, any number of things, right? Yeah. So, so I, I think I think the associate process should be two ways. I think mm-hmm. the associates should do a better job of of weeding out who they don't want to be with and getting put themselves in the right fit. And I think the dentist, the owner dentist, should do a better job of being clear and leading and knowing why and how and what uh, they want to do with all of this. Yeah.
1: Well, I think that was a great thing to answer all of the questions about people have about adding an associate. To well, that's practice.
0: some of the questions. You Is there me?
1: anything else you want to add
0: to it? No, I, you know, just again, listen, listen, if you can leave us a review for our podcast, if you leave us a review on Google for 3d dentists, if you can help us spread the message of this podcast, help us spread the message of 3d dentists, you know, uh, it's a family run operation and uh, we are family here. And, and so friends and family, yeah. and so
1: <laughs> friends that turn into family.
0: And uh, so we would love your help and helping us grow 3D Dentists so that we can preserve uh, the individual dentist and continue to make our profession so amazing. We'll see you guys next week. Hey, podcast family, T-Bone here. Are you a dentist looking to elevate your practice and profits? Then pay close attention. Introducing the 3D Business Mastermind, the dental business coaching program designed for dentists who want to see real results. I've walked the path of practice ownership for nearly 25 years. I know your challenges. I felt your pain. This is your opportunity to overcome the chaos, the busyness, and the financial frustrations of owning a dental practice. Imagine a dental practice where your appointment book is highly productive, doing the dentistry you enjoy, your team is self-motivated, and your profits keep climbing. That's what the 3D Business Mastermind is all about. In this exclusive mastermind, you'll join a league of ambitious dentists driven to elevate their practices. You'll gain access to proven strategies, personalized coaching, and a community that understands your journey. So if you're ready to supercharge your dental practice and enjoy the success you deserve, Visit www.3d-dentist.com and take the first step towards a brighter future in dentistry by filling out the 3D Business Mastermind application. Now, let's get to this week's episode.